Uh-huh. Turn that beat up, man. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Keith Battle Podcast. I'm here with my fellas, my sidekicks, Pastor Larry Maurice. Hey, hey, hey. Page. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, brother? What's happening, PB? Representing Dawskin all day. <laughs> and my brother. From another mother, uh, Mellow Yellow, always getting me in trouble. Mellow I, Yellow, I feel the, I feel the racism. Antoine Marshall, Mellow Yellow. <laughs> His name is James Antoine Marshall. Light skin, uh, light skin. James Antoine, light uh, skin, a light skin. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The beat thief. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, the Timberland of uh, the official Oreo of well, inspirational podcast. Wow, wow. Hey y'all, we're glad to be glad and grad to be coming back to y'all this week. This week's episode, we're going to focus on, given this weekend that we're in, this is Good Friday today, and we're celebrating and remembering the death of Jesus Christ, the sacrifice he paid for our sins. And whether you're a Christian or not, or whether you adhere to the Christian faith, we believe today's podcast will really be a blessing to your life because we all have to deal with difficulty and challenges in our lives. Hmm. And um, what we're going to look at today is is how Jesus handled this day. This was a great day for those of us who are people of faith because he paid sin's penalty. Hmm. But it was a very difficult day for Jesus. And uh, I read a book, small book years ago by Jack Hayford on how to handle a difficult day. Hmm. And what he did was he talked through the seven statements that Jesus made while he was on the cross. And I'm going to you know, kind of use that framework today and kind of put my own spin on it and talk about what Jesus actually did, how he handled a bad day and how we can do the same in our lives because we all have bad days. Wouldn't y'all agree? No doubt Absolutely. about it. No I doubt mean, I don't know of a week that goes by where there's not a day that we like, man, come on now, for real. Something happens. Something disappoints us. And what we're going to do is Pastor Larry and James, they're going to help me, and we're going to literally read the passage of the statement that Jesus made, and then we're going to give you seven things today that will help you manage a, a bad day. And I practice these things in my life. I don't do it every time I have a bad day, but whenever I'm, I'm, I'm cognizant of this, of the tools that Jesus gave from the cross and how he handled it, I try to apply these things in my life, and they really do help. And so let's get right into it. Um, let's start, Pastor Larry, if you would read the first statement that Jesus made, and we're just going to go through these statements, um, read the statement, and then I'll give you a principle or a tool you can use from the statement that will help you manage your difficult day. All right? Cool. All right. Well, I'm going to start uh, with the NLT translation, Luke 23, 34. And the NLT is the New Living Translation, for those of you who are not aware of that. All right. Uh, Luke 23, 34 says, uh, Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. Yeah, that's deep. Jesus is having the, the worst day of his human life. People are spitting on him. They beat him. They ridiculed him. They've humiliated him. They mocked him. He's naked, stripped naked, and he's bleeding to death on the cross. And then he asked the Father to forgive the very people who were hurting him. Mm. 
And wow. so I believe one of the first things we can do when we're handling a difficult day is to forgive everybody that's hurting us. Mm. Wow. And that may, that's hard, but if you can just get to a place where you say, Lord, uh, help me to just forgive everybody. Because one of the things that happens when we're having a bad day, in my opinion, is, is that we start thinking about the people who made the day bad. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it could be, mm-hmm. it could be the mechanic at the car dealership, or it could be the doctor that gave mm-hmm. us the wrong prescription, or it could be the school teacher who, you know, we feel like didn't treat us right or gave us a bad grade, or it could be somebody in our family that just ticked us off. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying one of the, and what that does is, you ever notice when you're angry with somebody, how 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 you feel it in your body? Oh yeah. yeah. You just yeah. get tensed tense. up, yep, right? Yep, yeah. yep. Like if you just say, you know what? I'm gonna let that go. Mm. I'm gonna let them go. It's like, it's like, it just relieves you of a lot of pressure and tension if you just make a decision to forgive people. Right. Wow. And Jesus wow. is for, He says this is another level because I believe there are always three reactions to 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 pain. Like the first reaction is retaliation. Right. Mm. You got me. I'm gonna get you. You hurt me. I'm gonna hurt you back. Like you said something about me. I'm gonna say something about you. You hit me in my face. I'm gonna hit you in your face harder. Right. You know. So there's retaliation, but then there's there, there's a there's another level we can go to instead of trying to get revenge on people to say you know what I'm gonna let you go, yeah. I'm gonna let it go. In fact, we could say I'm gonna let God deal with you. Right. Vengeance I'm not gonna try is to mine. Vengeance is mine. Yep. The Lord says I'll repay. That's a level. That's progress. Right. Right. I'm gonna let right. God take care of you. You know, somebody cuts us off on the road, and and we feel like. You know what? I know you didn't just cut me off like that, and they did it intentionally, or they, you know, how people pull right up on mm-hmm. you in your bumper, mm-hmm. and they're like really kind of being hostile mm-hmm. and right, driving. Right, right. And 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 then there's a part of us, particularly as men, I'm, maybe some women too, but I know as a man, that that sets off something to me, like, oh, you want to go there? Right, well, let's right, pull right, over. right, 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 we can, right. We can take this all the way to the to, to <laughs> right. all the way down the beltway. Now you're right. on the side of 495. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with a Christian bumper, a Christian bumper. Clergy on, the, on the back of the, of the, yeah, of the yeah. license plate. Praise <laughs> the Lord on the tags. <laughs> Scrapping out on the, you know, and yeah, and I feel um, better already. <laughs> yeah, so so we can we can, you know what we can do we can just slow down and let the person go on about their business. Say you know I'm let God deal with them. You know that's a level of forgiveness, releasing right. them. But there's another level that Jesus goes to. He says, Father, forgive them, yeah. which means, God, I don't even want you to get them. Yeah. Wow. And he says, because they don't know what they're doing. I want, I want, Father, they're ignorant. I want you to pardon their ignorance. They're wow. not intentionally trying to hurt me. They just got their own issues. And so when you're having a bad day, think of the people who made it bad and just let them go. Mm. Just, that's a start. That's wow. how Jesus started it, and it's pretty cool because he did it. The Bible, in the Greek language, he was saying it over and over again. Wow. Like he kept saying, Father, forgive them. They don't wow. know what to do. Father, forgive them. They don't know what to do. Because sometimes we think we forgave somebody. Right. We thought we did it. Right. But you got to keep saying it. Like, Lord, you help forgive me. them. Forgive them. Help me to forgive. Help me to forgive. Right. So that's just a starting that's point. Good. When you're dealing with a bad day, it can take a lot of emotional tension and pressure off of us if we just let people go. Mm. Mm. And and sometimes it's easy to let people go also if we remember how much we've been forgiven sure. for, right? Right, right. Like, sure. when, and just I'll, I'll close this loop on, on, on point number one because I don't want to get stuck here. But a couple of definitions that come to mind of forgiveness, Dr. Archibald Hart says, forgiveness is me giving up my right to hate you for hurting me. Mm. Mm. That's pretty cool. Cause That's loaded. Like, yeah, like, that is loaded. Like, like we, we, when somebody hurts me, I feel like I have a right to hurt you back. Right. Yeah. But forgiveness is me giving up my right to hurt you for hurting me. Right. right? right. Or to get you back. 
somebody else said I said the forg- that unforgiveness is drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Mm. Right? Mm. Like mm. like because for- unforgiveness actually hurts me. Like yeah. I'm carrying it in my body. It's affecting me chemically. It's causing me stress and anxiety. It's taking my you know, filling, loading up my adrenal glands or whatever's happening in my body. Yeah. Right. Really, the person I'm angry with does not always feel the venom of what I'm feeling. So right. sometimes forgiveness actually sets the wounded person free. It sets me free. So it has a lot of benefits in when you're dealing with a bad day. Got any Anything I, you guys want to add to that? Real quick question. Yeah. I'm just trying to get some help personally. Mm-hmm. But what? How do you forgive someone that does the same thing again? Like I can, I got to mm-hmm. let them letting them go the first right. time. Yeah, repeat offenders. Repeat offenders. Yeah, I might have to smack you in your mouth on the third offense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, yeah. You, know, you only got but so, so many more you, times. You go through the same process. I think. I think you know we're talking in our hum in our humanity. Right. That obviously this stuff is difficult. Right. Right. Um. But there is a passage where Jesus, where mm-hmm. that came up, mm-hmm. and somebody said to Jesus, mm-hmm. well, you know, I'm down with the forgiveness, but <laughs> what, what, what if somebody does it seven times in the same day? Yeah. Right. Wow. And Jesus was like, you, wow. was like, you think Jesus was like, man, you got a good point there, seven <laughs> times in a day. <laughs> that's pretty much, yeah, that's, that's a violation. Right. Jesus that's said, um, I'll take it up a little bit. I want you to forgive if they do it 70 times seven, seven in a day. Wow. So what I'm saying is if we do the wow. math, if somebody does something wrong to you, they got 489 more opportunities that day. <laughs> right. According right. You're going right. to lose right. count, Doc. Right, right. <laughs> I think wow, we do. I do, I do think that that's there's good. some healthy boundaries that we need to set that that protect us from people harming us the same way over and over again, right? Like, sure. Like I can't keep making my putting myself in a situation where because your character – hasn't changed that I give you access to mm. continue to injure me. Right, mm. right. So there's some personal responsibility I have to self-protect. That's good. That's but, good. but it doesn't mean that I hold bitterness towards people. Yeah. Because sometimes when a person does you the same way over and over again, at some point you got to start looking at yourself and say, well, I'm kind of foolish that that's Yeah, I'm, that's good. You know, that's the first good. time, shame on you. The second time, shame on me. Like, what am I doing to keep letting you do this? Wow. Or is this something that should even be upsetting me? Right. Like, can I go deeper into the situation and say, should this be something that really gets me upset? Is maybe. there something wrong with me that this upsets me? Right. Mm. Right. 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 Because right, maybe right. it's, you know, maybe yeah. I should be able to get to a place where, you know, that that's doesn't good. bother me. That's good. That's good. Excellent. Yeah. So so we're going to keep going. Pastor James, the next thing Jesus says is in Luke 23 as well. Can you share that with us? I sure will. Luke 23, 39, New Living Translation says, one of the criminals hanging beside him sculped. So you're so you're the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself and us too while you're at it. Hmm. Verse 40 says, but the other criminal pr- protested, don't you fear God even when you have been sentenced to die? Hmm. 41 says, we deserve to die for our crimes, but this man hasn't done anything wrong. Hmm. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied in verse 43, I assure you, today you will be with me in paradise. Wow. Major. Wow. There's so much to unpack in that conversation, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Like Jesus is talking to these two criminals, people dying right beside him. 
they're guilty as charged and Jesus is dying innocently. Um, but the thing I want to focus on is when he says to one of these men who are pretty much in the same boat with him, mm-hmm. you know, regardless mm-hmm. of how they got there, they all got the death penalty and they're all dying. One of the principles that we can get from this is when Jesus says to this man, this day you'll be with me in paradise, is when you're having a bad day, try to help somebody who's in a similar situation. That's good. Mm. That's good. Like, like one of the things that helping somebody else or somebody That's in a good. worse situation, I would say that man's in a worse situation because sure. Jesus knows when he – when he when his yeah. eyes close, he yeah. knows he's going back to the Father. <laughs> That's yeah. right, right. This man, according to our theology, is going to be eternally separated mm. from God mm. in a place called hell. Mm. So he's in a worse situation. Jesus changed his situation. Wow. He used his power, even in his pain, to make this man's future better. Wow. Like, I got you. I'm going to hook you up. Right. And sometimes when we're going through our own crap, Mm, we're so good. focused on our own pain. We're not. We could care less about what anybody's going through. Oh yeah. my gosh! Like yes. if we're in a hospital room and we're in pain, we could care less what the dude in the next bed is going through. Hey, yeah. come give me yeah. my pain medicine. Right, right. But what if God placed you next wow. to somebody going through something mm. to really actually help them too? Wow! Like you still have some power to help, and I think it helps you through your own pain. When you realize there are other people around me who are hurting too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. In fact, it gives you a temporary like respite from your own drama right. to say, Hey, you know, you know, I'm 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 somebody might be going through chemo listening to this right mm-hmm. now and it's just mm-hmm. wearing you out physically, it's taking your hair out of your head, it's it's messing with your hope and mm-hmm. your energy and your 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 nauseous and everything. And maybe you know, but but maybe a hug for your grandchild at this time could mm. be the love that they need or something you can extend to somebody else to help them with their homework or whatever your energy will allow you to do. I'm saying when you help somebody else yeah. who's going through a hard time, it helps you through yours. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's if nothing else, again, mm. it allows me to vacate from my own focus on my wow. own pain for a moment to help somebody else. Maybe give a donation to somebody else's um what's that thing when people raising money charity yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. this is the thing that they do Fun, go fund me go fund me right yeah. like yeah. like you know what i don't have a lot of energy right now but i got a lot of money i can i got some 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 wow. some cash i can use to help somebody else right right, right. and i think Getting out of focus of my own pain mm. and helping somebody else is That's a tool major, we can use major, when we're having a difficult day. Major. I like that. All right. Major. Let's go to number three. All right. The third statement Jesus makes, what do we have there? Where is the third it? third statement that Jesus makes is John chapter 19, verse 26. I'm sorry. I, 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 no, I said it right. John 19, 26 through 27. All mm-hmm. right. And by the way, Pastor yeah. Faith, why don't you tell our audience since tonight something's happening around this service, we're going to do Absolutely. something. Can you invite, invite them out to uh, check us out where uh, we're going to be tonight and uh, and this coming Tuesday that people can hear even more Absolutely. about this. So we're going to have uh, the seven last words of Jesus Christ at the Zion Landover campus. We're excited. We're going to have a great time of worship, but also a great time of just remembering what he did. That's going to happen at 7 p.m. again at the Zion Landover campus. Mm-hmm. And then. Just in a few hours. On a, tu- on a Tuesday night, we are going to cover the, the first seven sayings after the resurrection. I get wow. excited about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, rarely, you rarely think about 
what he said when he got up because that's a message that he left for our assignment. So Good. come wow. to hear your assignment. That's again going to be on a Tuesday, on a Tuesday, April third at seven p.m. We're gonna have a great time. Awesome. Right, and yeah. then tonight at seven p.m. same location. Seven p.m. same location. Zion Landover Campus. That's going to be at the thirty-six hundred Bright Seat Road location inside of First Baptist Church of Lenoir. All right, yeah. great, great. Yeah. Let's look at that third word. How's the th- what's the third thing Jesus did to handle a bad, difficult? All thing? right. Here it is, uh, John 19, verse 26. Uh, when Jesus saw his mother standing there beside the disciple he loved, he said to her, Dear woman, here is your son. And he said to this disciple, Here is your mother. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so here's what Jesus is doing. Jesus is dying on the cross, and according to our history, his father, we don't know what happened to his father, but his father doesn't appear to be in the scene anymore. Obviously, Jesus is the oldest child, right, mm-hmm. of Mary because mm-hmm. right. she was a virgin mm-hmm. when she had him. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so Jesus is basically the caretaker of his family, and what he's doing is he's making sure his mother is straight. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I've left the best friend that I have in John Major. the Baptist, not John the Baptist, John the disciple. I've left, I've left the best friend that I have to make sure you're taken care of. So Major. look at him. He's going to take care of you. And, and John, you take care of her. And I like uh, the way the verse says later on that John from that moment took her to his own home. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So yeah. here's the third principle. Even when you're having a difficult day, That's good. don't neglect to take care of the people God has given you to love. Wow. Doc. Like, <laughs> like, don't get it twisted. Yeah. If Should you be. got a family... If you got a spouse, if you got children, your immediate family, your mama, don't you know? Don't let your pain let you lose focus about who mm. God wants you to take care of, even while you're hemorrhaging. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Make sure your family's okay. Yeah. I went to see a man. Uh, you know, when, in our work, we 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 deal with a lot of tragedy and trauma, right? Mm-hmm. People don't even understand that. But one time, I was asked to come to pray with a man who was dying. And he was in, um, you know, ICU, and he was dying. And there was something about the situation where he wouldn't. They, hmm. they was like, hmm. they were like telling him they would. They got the family got into a point where they were ready to let him go, and they were telling him it's okay to go. It's okay to go. He was in a lot of pain. He was in a lot of pain, but it seemed like he was fighting something. Mm. Like like he wouldn't relax. <coughs> like he just kept fighting and fighting and fighting, mm-hmm. but he wouldn't relax. Mm-hmm. Well, I later found out from the family that that he was aware that before he was taken to the hospital last time, that the basement door was unlocked. Whoa. He, he had personally done something, had gone out to the shed or something, but he had been he had been in ICU, had been in a coma, and I, I'm, my guess is he had been in the hospital for maybe three or four weeks before he expired. Wow. And he was so, he couldn't talk, mm-hmm. right? He was in, mm-hmm. in a grave state. Mm-hmm. But... This man's concern for his family was such that he would not stop breathing hmm. until they figured out that he that just wanted to make sure unlocked. the basement door was unlocked. Wow. When they figured That's out deep, what man. was wrong, somebody just said, somebody in the family just randomly went down in the basement and noticed the door was unlocked. So they locked it, right? right. But in the hospital room, somebody just randomly said it. Like, oh, by the way, they weren't even talking to him. Right. By the way, um, I don't know who had left the basement door unlocked, but I locked it today. And they said when he heard that, they weren't even person wasn't even talking to him. As I remember the story, he's he 
all that tension that he went, he relaxed. Mm. And I mean, probably before that day is over, he died. Wow. So I'm saying, like, this man had the heart of his family to his last beating death. Wow. Mm. Breath. Mm, 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 and I, mm. I think that's what Jesus showed mm. us here, that I'm paying the sins penalty. I'm doing the most important assignment in human history, but I can't forget my mother. Mm. Right. He didn't have a wife mm. and kids. His most mm. important human relationship was his mother. Mm. Wow. And I'm saying mm, mm. never forget whom God has given you to love, even when you're having a bad day. You still got to take care of your baby. Mm -hmm. You still got to take care of your bride. You still got to take care of your brats, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whatever. Mm -hmm. Just, mm -hmm. hey, baby, bride, yeah, brats. Yeah, I see the alliteration. Yeah. So keep that in mind while you're having a difficult day. Jesus is teaching a lot from this cross. Um, anything y'all want to add at any time, just jump in. If not, we'll go to that fourth statement, Pastor James. What's the fourth thing that Jesus so said? So the fourth thing is found in Matthew chapter 27, and it's in verse 46. And I'm going to read that again from the New Living Translation. It says, at about 3 o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, mm. Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, mm. which means, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Duh. Wow. I think what Jesus shows us here in the darkest part of his his moment, when it got worse. One thing we learned from this is that a bad day can get worse. Wow. Like this is when the bad day got worse because Jesus is not only suffering and dying, but he feels divine abandonment. Mm. Like at some point That's darkness good. covered the land. It's like the curtains of heaven closed on him. That's good. And he says, my God, twice. Mm. My God, like for emphasis. Mm. I don't know if he's saying Father and Holy Spirit. Or if he's just saying it for emphasis, but he's like, I can understand Peter forsaking me. I can handle Judas betraying me. Mm. But you, mm. 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 why mm. have you forsaken me? And I think the principle here is, is when you're having a difficult day, wow. and even if it gets worse, wow. take all of your difficult questions to God. Wow. I like that. He can handle it. And the reason why that's so important, Pastor James, that I notice is that a lot of people, even faith people, are scared to question God. You better believe it. No they, like, they think it's irreverent. Yeah. It's you like know? we've been trained. Don't question <laughs> God, right. baby. That's right. But I mean. God don't make no mistakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just keep. But but if God is omniscient, he already knows the questions on my heart anyway. Yeah. That's right. So God's got my heart bugged. So I almost, you know, I'm not hiding the question by not stating it. The mm. blessing of asking God the hard questions is you might get an answer. Right. right. You might not. But I don't think it shows a lack of faith. I think it shows strong faith because mm. I know he knows. Mm. Mm. Like, it's okay to ask God why, mm. Lord. Not not just to, not just to be argumentative, mm. but to really get insight. Mm. Right. Like, God, why is this happening? Or, like, what, it, what are you trying to teach me through this? Sure. Or what is the motive and the purpose behind this? Like, and I think that's okay. I think our problem is we take our questions to people who really don't have the sure, answer. Wow. Sure. Because you ever you ever you ever sure. went to somebody and you had a situation and you went to them and you went to three different people and got three different answers. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Come out so, conflicted. Right. <laughs> you don't know what to do. To go right. left. To go right. Go up. Go down. There you go. It means if if God was speaking through all those three people, then he's schizophrenic. Mm. Wow. Wow. So the best, wow. like, <laughs> that's deep. and wow. it's okay because there's safety in the multitude of counsel, but there's also sometimes confusion in the multitude of counsel. Yeah, you better believe it. got to be the right counsel. Got to be the right counsel. And I'm saying, like, it's okay to say, God, why is this happening? Yeah. Right. Like, it's yeah. okay to release that out of our hearts and take all of our tough questions to God. God, right. 
why did you let me get in this situation? And God, why, why, why cancer? Or God, why tragedy? Why this car accident? Why is my knee like this? Right. We're gonna talk about that in the next episode. <laughs> what is wrong with our <laughs> daggone knees? Oh so, man. I said. I, I said, this is a kind of commercial for next podcast. The three of us have several things in common. <laughs> we all got a, at least one there bad we, knee. There we yeah, go. We got it. daddy issues. Yep. And we got at least a child <laughs> that keeps us. Oh, yeah. At the throne of God. Yeah. Touch your name. Wow. So y'all want, don't want to miss that episode. <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, take all your tough questions to God. Let's get to the fifth thing that Jesus said on the cross. Pastor Page, what is the fifth thing that he said that we can learn from? Can I just momentarily appreciate that last point? Go ahead, absolutely. No, seriously, you kept you keep saying it's okay, it's okay mm-hmm. um, to be in a place where you may feel forsaken. Yeah. I'm just grateful to, to hear it because sometimes when people are hurting, we try to play God. Mm-hmm. And I'm now getting after hearing this that it's okay not to have an answer. Yeah, yeah. That's not my job. Right. That's right. To answer your problem, mm-hmm. I, I don't have an answer. It's yeah. okay to just sit in the space where we just say, "Man, I don't know what to do with the pain." Take the hard stuff to God, man. You just you saved me some some. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the thing about God wow. is, He reserves the right whether to answer or not. <laughs> wow. Right, 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 like right. God is not into you know. You wow. Know, like like. Good grief. Like, when you, when this, they're called the Miranda rights, right? Mm-hmm. When you're arrested. One of our Miranda rights is we have the right to remain silent. silent right? Wow. <laughs> we don't have to say anything because what we say could be used Duh. against us in a court of law, right? That's right. That's right. Duh. Well, we have, as Miranda rights, the right to remain silent. I'm saying God has the authority to remain silent. Mm. The power. Like, man. he doesn't have to Hold protect on, himself. Is you it know, okay that, if that, I that, throw my phone at <laughs> you right <laughs> now and you not be mad <laughs> at me for doing it? But the deep, part is, the deep part is Could we creep. want those Miranda rights, but we don't want God to remain silent. Wow. wow. Right. You know right. Wow. right. We, we get upset when he's not speaking. Wow. He, ain't, he ain't answering me. Well, look, you got the right wow. to remain silent. Why can't he? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and you clarify, he has the authority to do My it. My God. Let me <laughs> say something. We just had a right. Duh. You've been bestowed Duh. some authority. He holds <laughs> the authority. You Come on. <laughs> this is officially the time to park where, where your the car organ at? Where the organ at? run around yeah. the street. Yeah. yeah. Where the organ at? I know y'all, I know y'all felt that. Good it's green. like the silence of God <laughs> is can be more painful than anything oh, because, yeah. like, yeah. this is – God, please talk to me. Mm, talk mm, to mm, me. Mm, Answer mm. the phone. Pick up. Like, wow. you know, respond to me. Somebody once said that teachers never speak during test. Wow. Wow. Stop. Right? You know, it is it is it is what the t- what the teacher has spoken before the test that we must reflect on mm. and remember wow. in the test, right? Mm-hmm. The test is our opportunity to trust what we've been taught by the teacher. Done. So if I've been if I've been if I've been deaf I'm to done. the instruction up to the test, done. then I'm short in the test and I'm looking on other people's papers. <laughs> you see, one of the challenges that we mm. gotta learn to do, we gotta understand that God's ways is not like our ways. Talk mm-hmm. to me. And just because God is not responding doesn't mean he's ignoring. Wow. Right. And he still see, loves us. Wow. Yeah, he That's still good. loves us. You know? wow. And see, when we don't respond, it's because we're trying to ignore a person. We right. see the phone ring. We don't answer. Yeah, yeah. Wow. We don't return. We ducking. We ducking. Exactly. We ducking. Yeah. Exactly. But God is not ignoring. Nah. Wow. Nah. You know? he ha- it's never like he, it's never like he mm. doesn't have the answer. Mm. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's you right. ask me a question, I don't know. I'll be like, let me get back with you. <laughs> 
Uh-huh. <laughs> like you gotta God, consult here's with the some thing people. about God. God <laughs> knows the question before we ask. That's it. right. Yes, sir. So yes, sir. his, you know, who can understand the mind ah. of God? Like we may not ever understand it. There is a hymn, and, and I know it's dangerous to get your theology out of the hymn book. Right, right. But there is a hymn that says we will understand it better. By and, and by, by, right? By when the morning mm. comes. And by. All the saints of God. When the can morning we gather comes. Home? Oh, yeah. yeah. All we'll tell the, the story. All the saints of God together. <laughs> and uh-huh. We uh-huh. will. Tell the story <laughs> of how we overcome and we'll understand then it better by, by and, and by. by. Yeah. So, yes, indeed. Yeah. 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 Excuse sorry, us for getting man. churchy. You, oh, man. You fried the, you, how many chapters we was God silent with Job, man, before he even uttered Check this out. A lot of people don't know, in between the Old Testament yep. and New Testament, there are 400 years, years of silence, silence yeah. where God was, was not giving any prophetic revelation to yeah. his people. Come on, what, what, what you call it? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. wait. <laughs> but how about that for self-control, right? Dude, like, how many brilliant people can just shut up for four hours? Ooh, for 400 wow. Years. wow. Like, God is so is so comfortable with himself <laughs> that he doesn't have to express his intellect. I'm about to throw my phone. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to throw that's my phone deep. at yeah. you, Doc. That's deep. That's like, deep. Like in the midst of accusations about God, yeah, God being, ain't good. Being, God doesn't yeah. exist. You know how we do misrepresented, yeah, misunderstood. Yeah. I would have broke in, but like, do you yeah. know who I am? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and you know, the interesting thing is that we feel the need to always have a response. Ah. Absolutely. And what God teaches us is that you don't always have to have a response. Yeah. I like what you told me one time about what TD Jake said. He says that if the Dog barks at the moon. Oh, yeah, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey says yeah. that. If the dog barks at the moon, that's normal. But if the moon b- barks back, then <laughs> the dog becomes famous. Yeah, you bet. You better, yeah. You yeah. Know. yeah, that's good. Okay. That's good. Y'all, you officially messed this up. Okay. All right, where were we well, on that? Jesus' <laughs> fifth, fifth statement. Fifth statement. All right. Um, New Living Translation, uh, John 19, 28. Mm-hmm. It says, Jesus knew that his mission was now finished and to fulfill scripture, he said, I am thirsty. Yeah. Jesus said, I'm thirsty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if you look at his medical, if, if there was a medical record or a medical sheet on him that it was hanging at the foot of the cross, you know, at the foot of every bed in the hospital, there's like a medical sheet. Mm-hmm. Right. It's mm-hmm. like the doctor's mm-hmm. chart. It's mm-hmm. called the, the chart. chart, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you looked at his chart, he's probably tetanus. Mm. Um, he's got he's he's definitely <laughs> yeah, hold he's up, definitely yeah, shoving yeah, yeah. some hold up, doc, you got, to break it you got to bring to break that down. What is tetanus? Yeah, talk to but me, he's, doc. He's got he's, he's, there's an infection in his body wow. because of untreated wounds. Wow, right? I mean, you wow. talking about splinters and wood going into open ah. spots in his mm. body, right? He's mm. pro- he's definitely got. Ain't like, they steri- ain't like they sterilize the nails before right. they nah, put it right, in. Right, right, right. They nah. ain't put, you know how you used to take the splinters out your finger, you put the needle yeah, on the yeah, stove, get nah. it hot? Yeah. They ain't do none of that. No, no swabs, <laughs> no alcohol swabs, wow. none of right, that. Just, right. just an unsterile destruction of a human being. Wow. wow. He's got hypovolemic shock, which wow. means his blood volume is low. Wow. He's 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 definitely suffered from hematidrosis that we find out the day before because he was bleeding out mm. of his pores. So... He's definitely dehydrated. Sure. He's wow. lost body fluids. Sure. Um, there, there's something that, that, that happens in our lungs when we have that, when, when fluid builds up in our lungs, that it seems to be indicative of when they put the spear in his side, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that water came out before yeah. the blood. That's wow. not even accurate. Yeah. So that's some kind of 
it's called pleurisis or something mm-hmm. like that that was happening in his body. So he's got all these kind of medical challenges mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm thirsty. Talk to me. So he probably was thirsty, right? Yeah. I mean, just and, – and, and, and we know later, we're going to look at it next, a little boy put a sponge mm-hmm. and put it up to his mouth. Mm-hmm. Right. And he mm-hmm. just kind of bit on the sponge, mm-hmm. and, and it was bitter, but it but it met a knee, right? So, so a human being stepped mm. up. A child helped Jesus in his problem in his difficult day. And I think what we need to understand is, is that even though Jesus was God and he gave living waters to everybody who thirsted, mm. he mm. says, come to me and I'll give you, I'll make you a river. I'll make your belly a river of living waters. Mm. And, and, mm. And, and, and he turned water into wine and he walked on water, but in his humanity, he was thirsty. Mm. Mm. And I think one of the things we can, we can learn when we're having a difficult day wow. is number one, it's okay to be human. Mm. And it's okay to let people know you have needs. Like, like I was That's telling this good. to some That's some professional good. athletes recently, and I was like, I know y'all are heroes on the court, but you hurt like everybody else right. anywhere else, right? Right. And it's it's okay to be human. It's okay to say, man, I'm hurting, wow. man. That's it's okay right. to say, man, wow. I'm hurting. I'm thirsty. That's right. I'm, wow. I'm lonely, right? Wow. It's okay. You now you don't just That's blast loaded. that, you That's know, loaded. you know, and start sending out emails and but, but it's okay to 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 accept my humanity that's right because somebody might have just a sponge that's to right to get you through that spot wow mm. wow right because that's all he needed was a sponge <laughs> to get through the spot right a sponge to get through the spot sponge to get through the spot right so so but what if he what if he kept it to himself like right he still got two more things to say that have eternal significance well we don't want him to be so parched he can't talk so sometimes just expressing what you need gives other people the opportunity to support you. Like that's right. Don't don't don't. That's that that's that Messiah complex. I'm getting ready about. set. You see this phone? Yeah. I'm about to throw it at you. Go ahead, <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead, man. You didn't threaten him yeah. with that phone Duh. like five times since we didn't started this broadcast, man. We don't want to. We don't want to burden other well, people. See what it is is. Mm-hmm. Jesus models humility for us. Mm. When we go through things, especially as men, mm-hmm. we get so prideful. No question. Because we look like we we believe in our head that asking for help means that we're weak. Right. Exactly. You know. Man Je- up. Yeah, exactly. That's what Man we say. Mm-hmm. But Jesus shows mm. his strength through his humility <laughs> in that he expresses what's really happening for him. Absolutely. And we disconnect ourselves from the reality of our situation because we want to put on this facade yeah. that we got this. I'm good. This. I'm good. Yeah. So, man, tied. What, what we do. You can't say you tied, even though you're about to drive home 40 miles. That's right. Right? If you say you tied, one of the brothers might say, hey, man, i tell you what. I'm going <laughs> to drive you home. I'll Uber back to my car. And you're going to be like, nah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I, I got Dozing this. Dozing off. But your family wants you to be able to say, I'm tired, so they can see you again, right? Amen. Who did you say handed him the sponge? It was a little boy. That took a, he took a reed, a branch, dipped the sponge into some sour wine, and, st- and reached up to Jesus. And Jesus, he couldn't drink it. He just, he just messed me up. He bit the sponge you just messed so he can get something in it. Can you imagine being Jesus and everybody looks up to you? <laughs> and then at the end, you got to receive from a child. My God. There, That's humility. Th- there have been That's times. Humility, there have yeah. been times where, where God will even use our children mm. to hand us a sponge to mm. tell us something that we need to make an adjustment. Wow! In. Wow! wow. I, <laughs> I was caught. I was supposed to hang out with some friends, 
and I neglected to do it. <laughs> and my son said to me, that you need to hang out with more people to sustain relationships. Wow. That was my, that was my, here's a 14 year old yeah, yeah. telling me what I need. The sponge. But if you get used to people. The sponge for your spot. Yeah, yeah, for my spot. There's a sponge for your spot. But Ooh. you said it. And it might be sponge, a SpongeBob watcher. <laughs> 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 yeah, look, look. Even SpongeBob needed Patrick <laughs> down in Bikini Bottle. But see, y'all ain't got me, young kids. Y'all don't he, know about it. You know, the me, thing man, is, he didn't. That's he didn't. Big. He didn't put the pressure on the child, right? He made a general statement. That's it, right? So I'm, we're not advocating that parents go put burdens on their kids and say, "Hey, you know, Dad's suffering." Right, like, right, 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 right. Be right. careful, right? But right. if in the midst of the conversation, sometimes God might use your children to be the ones to bring you to sponge. Right. I mean, you know, the right. interesting right. thing right. is right. the people right. around right. him are trying to ki- ki- kill him, right? Sure. You know, and the very fact that they allowed this child. Right. To give him a little something. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just phenomenal. And sometimes yeah. we can think that, you know, those people can't help me. They're not going to help me. They're not going to want to help me. Mm-hmm. But you never know who God may use in ah, your story. For sure. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you may mm-hmm. think the people around you, well, they ain't, they, they got their own problems. Right. They got their own challenges. Yeah. yeah. You know, or they may be the ones trying to harm yeah. me. Yeah. Right. But yeah, you yeah, never yeah, know yeah. who God will use you in the moment you of your suffering. Man. If you're willing to be human. If you're willing right? to be human. And here's the thing. How about this? We just said, mm, we mm, just, mm. we just, re- you repeated the statement, if you're willing to be human. The wow. fact is, that's what we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's almost like, who are we fooling? Exactly. Like, we are human. Just be who we are. Mm. And ex- it's okay to s- express my human need. Check this out. Because God did. That's right. God expressed uh, his human need. Mm, and the, s- the sad man. thing is we want to keep it 100 every other time in life. Right. right. Except, we right. Yeah, 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 except yeah, yeah, for yeah, when yeah, we right, need right, to keep right, it 100. Right, right, yeah, right. yeah. And, there, you know, like, 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 can you imagine? I'm just, just my imagination. Mm-hmm. Let's, just, let's just fast forward to eternity, like, to having, like, you know, mm-hmm. let's, let's go, you know, 40 million years down the road. Right. And, um, you know, we, we run into the guy, right? Right. And he says, and we like, so tell me your story. He says, well, I'm most known. I'm the guy who had the sponge. Wow. <laughs> wow. You the dude, dude. with the sponge. <laughs> Man, tell dude. me how, tell dude. me about that day. Dude. I'm the dude with the sponge. Dude. <laughs> I'm the dude with yeah. the sponge. I'm the dude with the sponge. For your spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's oh, pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. So, anyway, okay. we can, we can. This is what we do. We 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 go off on wonderful tangents, <laughs> man. Of, that no, was helpful. Good, that's that a good was tangent, helpful, man. It's good. It's good. We got two more things to help all of us. Let's do a recap before James gives us a sixth thing. First mm-hmm. thing is try to forgive everybody who's got you upset. Right. The second things look to help somebody else who may be in a worse or similar mm-hmm. situation. The third thing is don't forget your family. Yeah. Mm. Your pain does yeah. not give you a pass on taking care of your wow. family. Wow. Got to take care of them. The fourth thing is take all of your hard questions to God. Yeah. He can handle it. God's not intimidated by our questions. Yeah. The fifth thing is is be human enough yeah. to accept your need yeah. and admit it. Yeah. What's the sixth thing, Pastor James? The sixth thing is also found in John chapter 19. Verse 29 talks about the little boy. Um, who gave Jesus the sponge. But verse 30 says this, when Jesus had tasted it, he said, it is finished. Mm. Wow. Mm. Then he Mm. bowed his Mm. head and gave up his spirit. Mm. Now, Mm. here's the thing about that statement. 
it seems like that was the last thing that happened. Right, right. But we know that that's not the final moment that right. took place. Right. There's something else that Jesus said after he said that, but I think it's interesting when Jesus said, in English it's three words, it yeah. is finished. In Greek it's one word, tetelestai, mm-hmm. right? And it's a word that means that it is finished and it will always be finished. It's, it's, it was a, it's a statement of finality. But what really impressed me is that he made the statement of finality before it was final. Right. Like it's a right, statement right, of faith. Right, that right, 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 and, right. and here's now, 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 yeah. now, how does that work on yeah. a very practical level? Yeah. Just in real life, real situations. You need to understand when you're having a difficult day, always remember that this confusion will have a conclusion. Mm. To it. Okay. That th- this will come to an end. Yeah. Like this too will pass. Mm. Sometimes Mm. that's all you got to know. Trouble won't last always. Wow. If you can just say to yourself that this too will pass. Yeah. That's what Jesus is saying because he's not finished. Yeah. He's, it's not over. He's got to make another statement that we'll get to to pass the page or read in a moment. But he's saying it before it ends. And I think that can help you through a a difficult day just knowing this ain't going to last forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't care how bad your situation is, it will not last forever. Wow. Even if it lasts the rest of your life, it ain't going to last wow. forever. Wow. Because if nothing else is going to end when you die, mm, right? Mm, mm, so, mm. so wow. the, to know that my pain has a period. Wow. Something's it's, it's going to come to an end. That's, that's a relief. Like, okay, this headache will end at some point. Yeah. This drama in my relationship will end at some point. This fighting back and forth will end at some point. Mm. This confusion and disagreement will come to an end at some point. Like, like, and I think what hurts people in a bad day, what turns a bad day into a bad week and a bad month and a bad year and a bad life is that we marry ourselves to the moment of difficulty and say, this is how it will always be. That's not true. Wow. That's not true. I'll guarantee you there's some problems you've had and I've had in my life that are not still the way they were. Wow. Even if they're recurring. That's right. We get, even in school, you get like recess. Right, right. (laughs) Exactly. It's it's not going to always And those untrue statements make the problems bigger than what they really are. Absolutely. Exactly. And, you know, and sometimes in our minds, it magnifies them above who God is. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because all we can see, and we, you know, how we use these indefinite statements that are so untrue, like you always, Mm -hmm. and you don't ever, Mm -hmm. and you don't, you know, that type of stuff. And Mm -hmm. then we do the same thing when the problem comes. This ain't going to ever end. Mm-hmm. You wow. know, wow. I mean, like this, mm-hmm. this will wow. never go away. And so right. you're so right. Having that in your mind, I know for me, it gives me a little bit more, mo- a little bit more motivation mm-hmm. to stick in there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You yeah. know, wow. and what and and and, wow. you know, we have a scripture to, to add to it that we know that all things work together for good. Right. right? Yeah. So that not only will this thing come to an end. Mm. But God's going to use it in some way to bring some good out of it. That's even more hope. Right. Like, but what, again, back to what Jesus said as he was dealing with his own difficult day, he said it is finished, y'all, before it was finished. Mm. Like, Mm -mm. he's speaking finality to a situation that's still in progress. And I think that is a practical thing that we can say that, you know, just something as simple as, you know what, this too will pass. Major. This too will pass. This season will pass. 
um, my child will not always be this age and this mm. arrogant or this whatever. <laughs> or, you know, my my situation, my 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 compensation will not always be this low and this dishonoring of my skill set. Like right. all of these things have a season to them. And knowing that it won't be this cold all the time. Right. It won't be this much snow on the ground or whatever we may be going through all the time. There's n- nothing Maybe. has that level of permanency. It's, it's, it's transient. Who was he talking to when he said it is finished? Was this just? Hmm. <coughs> it's a good question. So if I can, I'm just using my imagination like the people don't care. Right, he, right. I believe he's talking back to his father. Mm-hmm. Well, we know, mm-hmm. well, the next statement will he's help us see that. He's definitely talking to his father. So here it is. At one point, he says, "My father, my God, my God, yeah. why have, have thou forsaken me?" Yeah. And then in the next moment, he's back talking to his dad. Even yeah. even the moment of abandonment doesn't last forever. That wow. feeling wow. of being disconnected is just right. a season. So here yeah. in the mist, that's life. Yeah, yeah. At, yep. at, at nine a.m., yeah. I'm about to jump off my, br- my off a bridge. I'm yeah. just feeling terrible. Yeah. But then you can get a word or or something to get you through that moment. At 1 p.m., that totally changes right. your perspective. Right. And at 3, you at Starbucks. You, you, you back. Laughing. Listening to the podcast. Stop. <laughs> 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 nah, that's good. That's good. Maybe he's talking to himself. Maybe. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. encouraging himself. But, you know, yeah. another thing, too. Sometimes you got to do that. No like I, I think it goes back to that scripture you said that God doesn't allow us to go through these things. I'm paraphrasing now that doesn't go through these things unless it's to produce something in us. Mm. Right. And to be able to say, I have gone through it. Mm-hmm. I have finished yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. race. I have done what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it, 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 in, in, in my mind, it's like, okay, well, yeah, this had a purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't mm-hmm. finish something unless it was something purposeful. Right. You, you right, 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 right. So right, just right, the, right, the, very, right. the very idea that there was a purpose to this pain. There no was a purpose it. for it. You know, it wasn't just... Just, just for the, just for the sake of going through it, you know. Right. God doesn't just have purposeless pain for us. Exactly. His love is too intentional <laughs> to just, you know, hurl us into some amb- ambiguous drama. Like, right. Like I'm just, just gonna throw you in that. Just, just see how it feels. Like, it's, like mm. he's eternal, right? Mm-hmm. So he knows. I mean, God knows, like stuff to set up like 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 god let's let's say we go through a medical challenge right like like god already knows that there's a doctor who's going to meet you who's going to be so impressed Mm -hmm. by your Mm -hmm. faith Mm -hmm. that it's going to change the trajectory of his life Mm -hmm. because you were in the hospital like Mm -hmm. my dad Mm -hmm. literally Expires in a nine thirty service preaching. at our church. I was preaching. James <laughs> preaching. Yeah, I can say, Don't man, start. I was preaching so Stay. long, somebody died. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man. You got, you got preaching, preaching to death. <laughs> he goes to a hospital mm-hmm. and leads a lady to. I was in a, a room. Re- you know, a personal relationship with Christ. Amazing. Like, Amazing. and now he's walking around like ain't nothing happened, but wow. like Amazing. all that stuff is perfect. What happens to that family? What happens to that lady now? And her children and her family. Sure. Like, could that be sure. the, the, the turn that changed that whole family name for, for a future because of a Major. crisis that, Major. you know? So maybe my dad could say in this situation, it's finished. That's right. Like, I know why I was here now. That's wow. right. Like, 
am I available to be used by God any way he wants to be used? You know, um, I'm not a chess player. Um, you know, I, I, I watch people play. I, I watch people play. They, they have timers and they're real cool with it. But obviously the key is, is to, to protect your king, right? Mm. And, and all the other pieces are, you know, are used for that purpose and to try to conquer the other person's king. Right. But really, really, in my mind, when you play chess, you're playing as the king. Mm. Like you're playing, like, like you have to, because right. because once they get the king, they got you. They that's right. Right. So, but but I but the few times that I play chess, if I move a pawn or if I move a rook or if I move a knight, the rook, the pawn, and the knight or the bishop have never looked up at me saying, "How dare you move me around like this." <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> How dare you sacrifice me right. like wow. that? Right. How dare wow. you put me in this vulnerable wow. position? Right. And, right. and 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 that that bishop took me. I was just, yeah, I was a knight, yeah, yeah, and I wanted yeah. to be a knight for a long time. Now I'm a I'm a, a dead knight. Wow. <laughs> and I'm saying wow. I'm the king. Wow. And I needed you to be in that position because it made me. I'm just saying that God doesn't need protection, but I'm saying no, who gets who is. who gets to argue with the king about? How he wants to use you in a situation to redeem and to save others, right? right. Or to accomplish his purpose and agenda. And Duh. I think with Jesus' sacrifice, we're coming out of a dark period where he says, my God, you've forsaken me, yeah. to being able to say this yeah. last statement. Let's yeah, go yeah, into yeah, that yeah, last yeah, statement. Yeah. To yeah. be able to, to call him daddy yeah. again. Because mm. by, by the way, by the way. Talk to me. When he felt <laughs> forsaken, he didn't say father. Wow. Mm. When it started. Come on. We started this whole Come conversation. On. He says, Come Father, on. forgive him. Right, 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 right. When right, he closed, right. he says, Father, Father I'm God. all yours. But God. in the middle, he says, God. Wow. You see this and phone? I'm saying some pain will make you feel like he yeah. is your father. Huh? <laughs> and we we going to talk about fathers <laughs> next week. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, wow. yeah. Okay, I'm going to sit back down. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> you yeah, just messed real. us up, man. That's real. That's real. Duh. That's that's the that's the uh, uh, when you uh. look at the conversation and the flow of the conversation. Yes, sir. Like he moves from this intimate thing, like Father, forgive yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right, doing. right. I got you, man. You good, Mom? I got you. Right. Yeah. He's very domestic. Right. But when darkness covered the land, he he had two chances to call him Father. He said, "My God, my God." <laughs> like what kind of distance is this? Wow! Right. Like you know when you mad at your spouse and you don't call her baby no That's more, you right. call her by her first yeah, name, yeah, exactly. huh? Huh? <laughs> but won't pain do that to you? It'll, yes. it'll make oh you block off the yes. sun. You don't see, you don't see nothing else right, yes. but right, your right, pain. Right, yes. right, right, it's not right. that the yes. sun don't shine, yes. but in that moment, all you see is clouds. That's yes. right. That's you know? right. But then, Stop. isn't it beautiful when it comes back together? Come on, man. Baby, come on, man. That thing right, ain't it? Get it right together. The whole the Watch how a bad day ends. Okay, so here it is, uh, Luke 23, 46, New Living Translation. Uh, Then Jesus shouted, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. And with those words, he breathed his last. Wow. I hope this has blessed (laughs) y'all. You know what this podcast is doing? It's blessing us. Oh, you better no, believe no, no, it. No, 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 it ain't blessing so, nobody. Yeah, so I we, got we what I needed time. today. We have a good time. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, uh, so he, with a loud voice, with a confident shout, voice, yeah. he calls him dad again. And that's something, man. 
what like through it all mm, we mm, end mm, here mm, so mm. so how do you wrap up a bad day after you've forgiven all of those who've caused you pain and after you help somebody else in a similar or worse situation and after you make sure your family's taken care of and after you've taken all your hard questions to God and after you've admitted your humanity and said I need help and after you've been able to be able to say this too shall pass and there's a conclusion to all of my confusion the last thing you want to do is to give the whole situation over to God mm. like give the thing completely to God yourself and the situation wow just father into your hands I commend my spirit I give it I mm. give it all to mm. you mm. like I think there are parts of every struggle we have that we kind of hold to ourselves like like, like we may be praying about it but this part we're gonna handle our way like, yeah exactly yeah like exactly. like 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 you know, God, please work that out. But we kind of got our yeah. like, like don't open the whole situation up. But if you know, I mean, God, I give it all to you, yeah. right. your way, yeah. your will, yeah. any yeah. way you want. And yeah. I rest in you. I'm, I'm laying it all on you. I'm wow. entrusting it all to you, mm. any way you want to handle it. How are you going to get level. glory out of That's it? That's right. Like, That's right. It's Surrender. Since yeah. this pain is purposeful, I want to make sure I'm entrusting it all to you. There's right. no way you can. Mm, to mm, me, mm. apply these seven things in a difficult day and it not let you see it differently Absolutely. or experience it differently. Absolutely. You know, like no doubt. Just 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 that framework. And and, and what what mm. I what, what mm. I suggest you do is on a practical level is just to write these verses down. The first one was yeah. Luke twenty three thirty four. The second one was Luke twenty three forty three. The third one is John nineteen twenty six and twenty seven. The fourth one is John is yeah. Matthew twenty seven forty six. Yeah. The fifth one is John nineteen twenty eight. The sixth one is John nineteen thirty. The seventh one is Luke twenty three forty six. Mm-hmm. And each of these statements, or or just maybe you know what, you know we're we're not trying to get famous on this, but this might be a podcast you would share with somebody like mm. who's going mm. through a difficult time yeah. and keep it in your file somewhere and just say whenever yeah. I'm having a bad time. Let me remember these seven things as they fit into the scope of my life. Yeah. Because if 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 this is how one of the most important people <laughs> in human history handled his bad day, mm. and what I'm grateful for mm. is mm. that he was talking enough to give us insight yeah. into right. how to handle That's it, right? right? That's yeah. right. Like That's somebody right. was recording what he said, yeah. and then we can take what he said and say, wow, you yeah. can say that in this moment? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. While you're hemorrhaging, wow. while you're yeah. naked, dying to, yeah. die, to die naked in front of people, most people don't understand that he was naked and just that's humiliation. Right. Yeah. But to go through all of that and say these are the these are the these are the things that I did when I was in it, it's gotta work for my situation. Mm. I, mm-hmm. I don't want people to miss the importance of what you just said. Jesus gave up his spirit, then poured his spirit out for us. He took time for his spirit to write down mm. these these words so that we can live. So I pray right that we would be disciplined in doing it because mm-hmm. writing it reinforces the lesson. Yeah, you yeah. Know, so I want to go easy. right, just just, just a reverse. I want to go back to the fifth word real quickly, and mm-hmm. I think that's when Pastor Larry read. When he said, I'm thirsty, we talked about the humanity side of it. Yeah. The Bible says, he says, I think in the next verse, he said it so that the scriptures, no, yeah, yeah, the scriptures yeah. might be yes, fulfilled. Sir. That's right. verse 29. Yes, we sir. didn't read 29. Yeah. But between yeah. saying I'm thirsty and it is finished, yeah. he said it so that the scriptures might be fulfilled, right? Yeah. So so this is kind of another practical thing. Yeah. The fact that while he's bleeding to death and hemorrhaging <laughs> yeah. and having headaches, the That's fact good. that he's got scripture on his mind. That's good, PB. That's like, good. Like, 
it may be that's, it that's may B. be it that's may B. be important to us B. to add scripture yeah. memorization Absolutely. into our life Seriously. so that we so that that comes up like Seriously. one of the things you can say is what comes up in you that's right. When you're in trouble, like what rises to the surface? And while he's bleeding mm. to death, he's thinking about the scriptures. Crazy. I want to fulfill scripture Practical. like right now. And trouble and temptation. You know, I what mean. What comes up? Look, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, I don't know. He has the power to get off that cross. Yeah, sure. And I'm not saying he was tempted to, but I mean, he definitely has the power to do it. But the, the Bible says, thy word have I hid in my heart, heart. that I might not sin against thee. Yeah. So yeah. when you feel tempted to throw in the towel, you feel tempted to do whatever God is calling you not to do, mm-hmm. having scripture on your mind helps you to have something to stand on. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's going to push you through whatever that temptation may be. Critical. And give us Critical. some just some quick ways on how you guys get scripture in your heart and your mind. Like, what do you Critical. do? You have a routine that you use with, yeah, like a ritual that you go through. Is there a reading plan? Just quickly, what what do y'all do with scripture? So I, I have an app right now. Um, it's called uh, Scripture Typer. It, it's a Bible a memory system, and mm-hmm. what it literally does is it it gives me the ability to test my knowledge of mm-hmm. scripture memory, and then it puts those scriptures out on my phone throughout the day. And what's the app it's called? called? The app is called Scripture Typer Pro. Or Pro, ty- I'm sorry, Pro Scripture Typer. T-Y-P-E-R? Mm-hmm. Okay. Pro yeah. Scripture Typer. It's a Bible memory uh, nice, system. Nice, nice. Pastor James, so, what do you yeah, do? So one of the things, uh, I'm a little old school with it. When I was a child, my mom, my mom was more into making sure I did devotions and stuff like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. over, you know, me even doing homework. But mm-hmm. What she would have me do is have these. Paid uh, off. Uh, well, yeah. we'll, we'll <laughs> see. <laughs> but she would have me write uh, uh, scriptures on these index cards. Nice. And what I'll do is, you know, I don't use index cards anymore, but I might use a Post-it. Mm-hmm. And I'll have Post-it on my, my laptop or whatever. Mm-hmm. If it's just something I need to to know. I don't remember all the scriptures, but sure. I may wake up in the morning from time to time and just be having, like you said, a bad day. Right. Or something going on. Mm-hmm. You know, or I feel I may have an opportunity to do something that's going to call me away from my original call. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I'll write down a Matthew 6.33 that says, seek, right. uh, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, yeah. and all these things will be added to you. Mm-hmm. And so I'll put that down on a little post-it sometimes or a piece of paper or whatever, and mm-hmm. I'll stick it to my laptop or uh, what have you. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and so that, that's been helpful for me to write it and read it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. It's another Wait, the more the if you see it, yeah, you can remember it. If you read it, it it's another. It's, we have like loops in our brain, right? They're 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 portals in our brain. So if I read something, mm-hmm. it goes through a portal, right? right? Mm-hmm. If I hear something, it goes through a portal. If I say it, it goes right. through a portal. Mm-hmm. If I see it, it goes through a portal. So what I hear you saying is, you have more multiple portals into your brain that that one verse has had access to your thinking. Mm-hmm. Right. And it has a greater potential of staying there, right. of being of going into a place called memory, right? right? Because mm-hmm. it's hit you from different in different ways. Right. And yeah. And I was going to say one more thing too for like it may be some people on the podcast who are listening who unlike us haven't had Bible college or seminary training. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they don't know where to find these scriptures. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think a topical Bible index is mm-hmm. just a great tool mm-hmm. to get. You know, okay. you can get topical Bible dictionaries mm-hmm. from Amazon. You mm-hmm. can order mm-hmm. them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And what these topical Bible dictionaries or topical Bible indexes do 
is it'll take a topic and it'll list out scriptures that speak to that Mm -hmm. topic. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, I know some people, the theologians say, well, they may be overusing that scripture or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be. But however that scripture hits you, Mm -hmm. it may be just very helpful. Like if you're going through something in your marriage, you're going through something with your children, you're going through something with your finances or going through something with your health. Mm -hmm. Being able to look through a topical Bible index and find scripture that speaks to that moment in your life can be very, very helpful. And that's a simple tool to use if you don't have, you know, all the Bible training and things like that. It's not real deep. And they're cheap. I mean, you can get them 14 bucks on Amazon. In fact, you can get them. Like, if you have a Kindle, you mm-hmm. can get, like, an, ele- an electronic version mm-hmm. of it. A topical Bible index. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And s- in f- in mm-hmm. fact, if you go online, sometimes there are websites mm-hmm. that have these. Mm-hmm. There are broken down topical. Mm-hmm. I'm like that mm-hmm. as well. So That's good. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for sharing mm-hmm. those helps. A topical Bible index, y'all. Uh, Pro, Pro, s- <laughs> Pro Scripture Typer. Pro Scripture Typer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pastor Page. Uh, topical Bible Index. Pastor Marshall. I just use the regular Bible app. I don't even know where it came from, but it's a regular Bible app, and I'll read whatever, you know, it's a scripture of the day. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'll just read that whole chapter. And and here's what, you know, I don't want y'all to think that we're super spiritual. Like, sometimes people out there who may be listening are saying, well, what what is a preacher or a pastor, how do they get connected to God? I mean, we're not we're not really that. It's re- right. not, here's right. what I believe about right. God. Like, if you use a topical Bible index, He's gonna speak to you, mm. right? And if you use the uh, the that that PST thing, mm. the pro pro scripture typer, he's gonna speak to you. Yeah. And if you go on a Bible app yeah. and you read the verse of the day or the chapter, he's gonna speak to you. And if you just pick up your Bible and flip it open to somewhere, he's gonna speak. Like here's what here's what I believe God's gonna do. If you seek him, you're gonna find. That's him. right. Like God That's knows right. how to get to you. Right. You just have to make yourself available. Uh, and if if getting in his word and in the Bible will help you, we, which we believe very sincerely will help you, even with a difficult day, then if you expose yourself to his truth, he'll tell you what you need to learn. You don't have to wonder, do I have the right app? Do I have, sure. the, do I have the James Marshall app? Right, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. I got that Larry exactly. Page app. Exactly. Right. I got the right, Keith right, Battle right, app. Right. You don't have to have the app we use. Yeah. We could all exchange apps and he would still be talking That's to right. us, right? That's right. That's right. That the right. love of God is such, is so aggressive and it, the, one of the words that, that's just used for the love of God, I don't want to go off too far on that, is that it's lascivious. That's mm. how aggressive his love right. is. Mm. It's like right. his love is tracking people down like a hooker on the street saying, who wants some of this? <laughs> wow. That's how much he loves <laughs> us. That's like image, He's yeah. seeking you. Like I, said, that's I, I, Let image. me put this on you. Like wow. That's how much he loves us. <laughs> and, and so you don't have to worry about whether or not you have the right you know, apparatus to get to him. He's coming for you. Yeah. If you if you face him, you make yourself available, he'll talk to you. Yeah. Hey y'all, we have so much more to say, but we have no time to say it. <laughs> We're gonna move on and get out of your space. We thank you for sharing this time with us. Thank you for taking time out in your commute, wherever you are, to listen to this. We pray it bless you. We pray you'll share it with others. Tell other people about this podcast, and we'll catch you next week on the Keith Battle Podcast.